We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lucky Lefty Podcast. I'm Sean Davis at SD2 Mics. Brought to you and featuring Anora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. It is that premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. And if you drink, by all means, make sure that you do so responsibly. You got to do it responsibly. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Left. Yo, the show was yours, Left. This is this is what this is why people showed up. This you is know, why we, we told them yesterday you were gonna get the first 10 to 15 minutes. Tommy Reese interviews for the Alabama offensive coordinator position. He's offered the job according to reports yesterday evening. Yep. 
You know, it's just really crazy. I think it's it's a it's a great opportunity because uh, this I think this is the first time that Alabama's ever reached out to our staff uh, for coaches. So clearly, Tommy is making headway in the right moves, but. You know, coaches are going to be coaches. I think Tommy's, when he had the whole speech when Brian Kelly left, I think that should be talked about how they talk about Dion. Now, they're not the same caliber of coach, but Tommy sold a bill of goods that nobody's talking about. You talk about your hearts at Notre Dame. You're going to bring a championship here. You believe in the guys in the room, blah, 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 blah. You staying. I don't know if that was true. Not that you can't feel that way at the time, but, I mean, you are you didn't get the job done. So for somebody to have their heart there and they believe in the guys and they know they can do it and they're not – selling out and leaving the LSU, this, that, and the third. You selling out for a horizontal move. You already got full control of the offense. What is you? What are you missing? So that's why I question it, because you're not interviewing for a head coaching job at Alabama. You're not taking Nick Saban's spot. You're going there to do what you're doing at Notre Dame. But at Notre Dame, you love it there. Your heart's there, right? I don't know. But this goes back to this is not surprising because you did it last year. You was chilling in Miami, you know, private jet, hanging out, taking calls. You in L.A. hanging out with McVeigh. McVeigh love you like a son. But you didn't get the job done last year neither. Or the year before that. We didn't have a top five quarterback drafted. We didn't have a top five scoring offense. At least Cooper Cup or Cooper Rush from Dallas had the number two scoring Offense and number two yards per pass. That's a good move for him. But what is the what is Tommy leaving Notre Dame with? One and one in bowl games, right? Or two and one? What are we one and one, two and one, two and two? No accolades on the offensive side. Couple of good talented players. But from a quarterback standpoint, what were you producing? So I don't understand the attention that you're showing towards Alabama because what's the, I don't understand the difference. I think you would have less control over at Alabama. I wouldn't say the players are better. I think our quarterback room is better built for what you want to do than you going into Alabama with a bunch of you don't knows. It's a more of an unknown in that quarterback room in Alabama than it is at Notre Dame. So what is the move about? What is the move about? It's not about you being a head coach. 
It's not about you moving to a better position on the offense. But you don't like the snow? But you got tired of the, the uh, uh, Frankie's ain't good enough? I don't understand the move. I think you have a lot to prove that you will be leaving out on. And it don't look good for the optics. It ain't like you've been winning championships like Todd Munkin. Well, I'm like, damn, like, you know, he hot. He going to be wanting, you know, he won a championship with Stetson Bennett. He putting up numbers every week. First rounders every day. So I can tell, I can understand if NFL teams and other places are looking at it. But what are they looking at Tommy for? Because Marcus Freeman, he can't wait to do one of these. Wipe his hands clean. Because he ain't got nothing but frustrating times with you. You didn't recruit well in the quarterback room. You didn't give us the offense we was looking for. Didn't have the quarterbacks ready to go. You did a service for Jack. But what is that? What is that? That's not good enough. Your best year was with a guy you brought in for one year. Statistically. I just don't understand the benefit of doing it. But it's okay because I would hope that Marcus Freeman looks at it like, okay, I hope you don't let the door hit you where it splits you. Because I just think it's in the way at this point. You got a transfer quarterback that you convinced not to go to the league to come in. You should be working with him every day. You, you, you did a good job recruiting. But what about Tyler Buckman? What about growing what you started? Not that you can't take any job you want. But what's the point? I think you would be closer to being successful at Notre Dame this year than you would at Bama. Because we know how you're doing in that pressure. That's a whole nother level of pressure offensive coordinating at Alabama. You got the keys to the car. Marcus Freeman didn't even give you the keys. You had another set. Marcus Freeman about to go in the garage, get the car. He's looking like, where the car at? You got it. Because you got the other set of keys. There's only going to be one keys for the head coach job. And y'all sharing the car. So you want to go out and do what? You ain't driving saving car. <laughs> you ain't get the baby seat. Put the child lock on because you in the back seat. So what is it? Are you that salty? That Jack wasn't like, you be the head coach, bro. Is it is it eating you up that much? That you just can't stand Marcus Freeman just being the, the HC? Because that's what it looks like to me. You just can't stand losing to Marcus Freeman as a head coach. Because it doesn't make any sense. You're not leaving to be one. You didn't want to leave with Kelly. You said your heart was at Notre Dame. Is it? 
Your heart been in Miami, L.A., Tuscaloosa. And that probably explains why we halfway and halfway out with the offense. You're doing your job halfway, halfway out. I think you got a lot of momentum. And what you started with Tyler Buckner, what you had to deal with with Drew, but you leaving for what? So I think this is a win-win because Marcus Freeman can finally get his keys back. <laughs> he can finally get some say-so on who he wants in that offensive position. And he can fill out his team better. But right now it's a distraction. Not that you can't go. You do whatever you want, apparently. Because, I mean, you everywhere. But that's not getting the team better. That's not getting the one-year guy that's supposed to lead the team in national championship level ready. Because if you leave, he looking like, what? You heard Caleb Smith. He couldn't stop talking about, yeah, all the schemes and all the routes and da 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 be under time. That's why I said Tyler would be better. Because if we just had to take it in a vacuum, I'm taking Tyler over Sam every time. In a vacuum. No offensive coordinator. Who's the better, more talented player? I'm taking Tyler. We can, we can work with it. We can, we, can, we can grow it, you know, do whatever with it. We can make it happen. But for Tommy and what he likes to do in his track record of coaching QBs, Sam's a better fit. So it makes sense. But if we're in the open field and I'm Marcus Freeman, I'm getting somebody that's coaching Tyler. Because I like what I saw with Tyler. We can do some things with Tyler. I'm, I, I'm going with Tyler. Now, I think that would mess up recruiting. I think guys like C.J. Carr really, really like Tom. And now, Gordon, let, me, let, me, let me tap in. Because I think Brian Roberts, that we both talked to some of the guys in the 24 class. I'll summarize it like this. Tommy ain't the biggest reason why people went to Notre Dame. It's that dude, Marcus Freeman. I'll That's leave right. it at that. That's right. That's right. From, from, from what we gathered is one person that may feel like, let me see what happens. We asked one person, and they literally laughed, like, what? And this was an offensive recruit. Like, is this changing your mind? Like, what? Like, no. So all of that, you know, I hear what you're saying. Well, I hope it don't affect recruiting. Shoot, I hope it doesn't. But this is the reason why Marcus Freeman said, I'm the head recruiter. That's right. For everybody. Yeah, you definitely, Marcus Freeman is definitely a guy you want to play for, and you trust that in vacant positions, he's going to fill them with the right guys. Yeah. And he's been able to do that so far. I would be, it would be interesting to see if he brings on somebody of a Laronitis type of role, because I think that's more of a personal role than it is like a direct position, because that was his guy, you know. So other than that, I think he'll find 
and he'll add pieces like he'll get him a quarterback coach. Mm-hmm. That's probably the first. That's probably the first thing he's gonna do. He's gonna be like, all right, you gone, cool. Now I got me a quarterback coach and an OC. I don't even think Tom Munkin is doing OC and quarterback coaching. I think he got a quarterback coach. So, yeah. Joe H, thanks for tapping in. He said something. I strange how all established head coaches at major programs want Reese. Must be something to it. There's something in this country called nep- nepotism. People connections. Happens all the time where we see people that haven't done a darn thing to really deserve the round of applause that they get or the positions they get. But somehow, some way, they get those positions. We can just keep it a buck. We know the influence of Tommy Reese's dad in he's NFL circles. He's a scout. He's a scout for the Bears. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, come on. Like, let's, let's stop. Let's stop, because as Love pointed out, there's nothing on the resume that has been done that screams, oh, man, we got to go get Tommy Reese. Tommy Saban's third choice. And that's not to discredit discredit his intelligence, his creativity. No. But if we're just looking at resumes, there are better resumes out there than his. But when you have connections... And nepotism, we see it all the time where people it get is hired. Cool, wait. College cool. football, the NFL, it is what it is. It and is what it is. It's, it's not a complaint. We're not saying because, I mean, look, you if wait. I can use nepotism for my daughter, I'm, gonna I'm use using it. it. <laughs> if left can use nepotism for his, his children, I'm using he's it. He's using it. There's nothing wrong with it. But we're just pointing out that that's part of this process. Like, don't. Don't yeah, get it twisted. Born on third base now. Yeah, exactly. As Jim Harbaugh said, <laughs> like, don't get it twisted. It's part of the process. And yeah, it's, it's cool. It is cool. And it's partially part of the decision because no one has more of a nepotism network than Nick Saban no when much. it comes to his coordinators getting positions, whether head coaching positions in the NFL or college football. Or coordinated positions in the NFL. It is what it is. Look, this is a win-win for Tommy Reese. I tweeted out it's yesterday. Yeah, it's look, a win-win. It's a win-win for Tommy Reese, man. And I don't look. He's me personally, I said, dude, he lost me with that whole Miami fiasco. <laughs> I was done. I'm like, oh dude, I see, I read between the lines. I man, all of that speech you gave and that man. Yeah, it, it is like, what it is. It is what it is, man. Eventually, the inevitable. Eric Hansen did a great job writing a story this morning. It's inevitable. Tommy Reese leaving Notre Dame is, is inevitable. It's inevitable. Everybody it's knows it. Everybody knows. Everybody knows it. It's just a matter of when. Because he's still trying. He's been trying since he's damn near. And he's going to keep trying. He's going to try <laughs> next year if he stays. He's going to try the year after that if he stays. Look, it is what it is. He does not want to be here long term. No, he doesn't. Either he want to be in the league, or he want lateral positions, which don't make sense either. Because it's like you either going to Alabama because you think that's going to get you to the NFL, or you just don't want to be at Notre Dame because there's nowhere else you're going to go that's more of a titled and 
respected position as offensive coordinator to get you another job then at Notre Dame. Absolutely. So it's like you ain't leaving for no better OC job. Now see this I, is where see this is where you know you know there are people on both sides of this coin and you have to be objective. And this is why I said it's a win-win it's a for win-win. Tommy Reese. There is no way. Nick Nick Saban lost Grub. He lost other people that he'd been talking to. He could not allow Tommy Reese to come to Tuscaloosa and leave. No. It's not, a, it's not a, Nick Saban. If Tommy Reese goes back to Notre Dame, it's a bad look on Nick Saban right now. It's a bad look. Because the offensive coordinator position, in my opinion, for him is more important than the defensive coordinator position because Nick Saban is pretty much his own defensive he can, coordinator. Yeah, he can put it yeah, he tells the coordinator what to do anyway. Tommy, dude, there is no I've I've seen people say they don't think he should go. They think he should go. Look, there is no bad decision here for Tommy Reese. It's not. And I'm not here to debate which roster is better, which quarterback room is better. It doesn't make a difference. Both sides have pros to it in this situation. This is a win-win for Tommy Reese. A win-win. Literally. It's a win-win. I mean, he can't lose in the situation. He cannot lose. He's like Aaron Rodgers in the Packers. He's like threatening with retirement every year. Oh, I don't know. Had to drink my scotch and make a decision. I don't know if I'll be back. Fan base. Oh, Tommy, he's a genius. We need him. Oh, don't go, Tommy, don't go. But every year he's like, man, I don't know. I have yeah. to think about my commitment again. I don't know. And see, this I is part of Miami. <laughs> like stuff like this, Bernie. I respectfully disagree. Alabama just really let go two coaches that are recognized as the two of the worst offensive, the worst. two of the worst yeah. assistant coaches in college football last year. So just because Alabama and LSU come calling, come on, man. Brian Polian is one of the worst special team coaches in all of college football and has been. He's at LSU. So don't, don't get caught up in brands. Just because Kellogg's makes a cereal doesn't make it a good cereal. It's just not the case. Stop. Stop. Stop it. It's not the case. Bill O'Brien was awful in the pros. He's awful with Alabama. And going to Alabama didn't make him any better. It didn't. Like he's one of those guys that don't and get him, better on the division. Like, and him like too. Fresh don't don't aren't fresh for him. It's the same thing everywhere he goes. It ain't like, oh, okay, I just need a fresh start. This Even is with where, the best roster, he still can't do it. Dude, this is where I get upset because people just can't take a step back and be objective in a situation. Be objective, man. This is what's wrong with the world. Respect should be earned. Greatness is earned. In order to get the tag of greatness, you have to you need certain accomplishments that are not on the resume of Tommy Reese. They're not. So just because you're a Notre Dame fan and you watch them play on Saturdays, you are not required to refer to him as a great coach. I mean, you're he not. started he started as the OC at Notre Dame. He wasn't OC anywhere else. People just feel like they have to protect Tommy. He's a grown man. 
You don't have to protect Tom Marie. at Western Kentucky first and, and build his way up. He started OC in at He's Notre okay. Dame. He's okay. He'll be yes. okay. If you, say, if you say Tommy had a bad game, he'll be okay. Tommy's going to be okay. If you had, say Tommy had a good game, he'll, he'll be okay. The problem is people can't be objective in the situation because they're stuck with a narrative either that they have to protect Tommy or Tommy is a rat. <laughs> or Tommy is the worst. Or he's a plant. It's like, dude, the extremes exist. Instead of just looking at it objectively and saying, look, the style of offensive coordinator that he is fits. He's going to be around. He's going to be around. Like. And he fits what Nick Saban wants to get back to because Nick Saban sees what Georgia is doing. Yeah. It's all about timing and opportunity. And the right time and the opportunity has come up. It's no different. Then a whiz kid coming out of Princeton right now left. No different. Who wants a job in Silicon Valley. Do you take the equity stake and less salary in an up-and-coming tech company? Or do you take the job with Google with the big salary? That's it. You can't lose. You can't lose. Notre Dame <laughs> is the up-and-coming tech company. Alabama is Google. Tommy Reese can't lose. He, he tried the tech company. He can't lose. Yeah, he tried. He could do both. <laughs> he can't lose. And people are like, oh man, I don't think he should do it. Why not? Why he not? can flip a good dude. He can literally flip a coin and make a good choice. And be at two great schools. Absolutely. Calling the plays, running all the shots. I would love to be his agent right now. Yeah, he a kid in the candy store. Love to be his he agent right now. He don't have to have loyalty to nobody. Love to be his agent. He's like, man, where you want to go? You want you want to go with saving? You want to stay at ND, your alma mater? You want you want to try to lead? Yeah, I see. <laughs> uh, I see. I got salty peanut said, "Can't people protect him? Protect him from what? He's a grown man. We're talking. About he's a grown man. What are you protecting him from?" Someone's opinion? Great. What are you what are you protecting him from? He doesn't need protection. Give him some objectivity. Be objective in the situation. Be objective. He's definitely just doing his own thing for sure. So it's like we just comment on what he's putting in motion. It's different if he was just. Nobody could find him. He's just in there working on the plays, and we got all this speculation. He's no. the one flying all these places, and he's the one interested in all these other schools and be one way in with the kids and one way with his own business. I mean, he's doing what he wants. We're just, I'm, I'm just saying it's and, a distraction. And like you said, Left, I don't look. I don't need to bring up his speech. Because I've been steadfast. The way the Miami situation went down, <laughs> that that discredited that for Long me last year. Time. I don't need to be. He, I knew who he was last year. I knew this was inevitable, and it was coming. And every offseason, this would overtures would be there, and eventually he would leave. So all of that, my heart is hit. Oh, look, stop! Let's uh, coach. Let's coach and win games to get quarterbacks ready to play. 
while you're here. That's it. Yeah, why are you why are you visiting? This, this is isn't a, yeah. People are trying to talk about you look. If Notre Dame was ascending and that they're and they're at fifty feet, fifty thousand feet above sea level, and Alabama is descending and they're at seventy thousand feet above sea level when they used to be at a hundred, they're still at a higher level. Like sometimes, like, like let's relax. Even if the Alabama's descending, come on now. And what's even crazier is that Notre Dame gonna match the offer. No, they're not. Tell me. No, they're that's not. what they said. They said no, they're gonna match the offer. That's what they said. That we can get into that right now. Lucky Lucky Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, all our great content, CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. We spin it different. Tommy Reese is giving us his best Aaron Rodgers impression. Let me tell you something, man. If Notre Dame makes this dude the highest paid offensive coordinator in college football, it would be a travesty. We just had this discussion the other day. I told you, I don't believe in giving players max contracts just because that's that's the market. Man, get that. That's that's BS. That's BS. He's tricking Jack in matching the offer. He man, getting paid it, just it as much be, as Marcus Freeman. It would be a new mistake to make Tommy Reese the highest paid offensive coordinator in college football. Huge. Huge. Huge mistake. Huge. Huge. When he's telling you he does not want to be here. And you want to match the offer? I don't know, man. Some real nasty. What are we work, talking man. about? Some real now, nasty publicly, work. now, from a PR standpoint, you have to say it. Do you? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say it. Just for the fan base. Just for the fan base, you say it. All right? Because okay. you don't want, Marcus Freeman doesn't want that cheap label hovering over his head as the head coach. So, what? yeah, you yeah, you absolutely have to say it. You don't pay the offensive coordinators and that assistant coach. Oh man, Tommy left because he wanted to. He no, bro, I'm, not, I'm not saying we're not talking about. I'm talking about Marcus Freeman. In oh. order to it, you have to think steps ahead. This is chess. Because Marcus Freeman is thinking about who he wants. That's what I'm saying. He and if he puts it out there that I'm with, dude, we're willing to pay Tommy Reeves to be the highest paid offensive coordinator. That attracts the eyes. A potential oh, candidate. All right, if it's if it, if it's that if it's spun that way to say, oh, Notre Dame's okay, they're willing to drop the bag. That's good. So PR absolutely, that, you absolutely that come out. That's a good PR. You move. absolutely come out and say it. You absolutely leak it to the reporters. Or oh, we'll match whatever Alabama will match it. Well, we got the cash. I don't know if you know. I don't know if you can just say we, you know, we got the pockets for whatever. We just choose to use it when we want to use it. So I think Man. that, you know, these coaches going to know. You come to Notre Dame, you might get a little hefty pocket, pocket change or something. Let me tell you something, man. This, hey, I wouldn't mind, look, this is your boy. Be the OC? I, I, look. I think he wants to be a head coach, though. Huh? He should have been the head coach at Colorado State. Shout out to Tony Offit. I love him, man. You the man. It definitely would bump the recruiting. I can tell you that. His man, we had Tony Offer back. That'd be cool though. 
I think he wants to be a head coach, but if we if we brought him as an OC, recruiting would be on man. What we would out recruit Alabama, Georgia by like tenfold, tenfold. Marcus Freeman and Tony Alford. Oh, and, and Dylan McCullough. And Dylan McCullough. No, no, that would be unfair. We would have the first super team recruiting office. Mm-hmm. The first super team recruiting office be like the big three. Marcus Freeman, Tony Alford, and Dina McCullough. Man, we wouldn't lose a recruit ever, ever. Keon would have been like, man, Keon would have been suited up a long time ago. Probably would have been an early enrollee. I'm telling you. So no. I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that you guys brought that up in the chat. Heck no. No. PR purposes? Absolutely. Reality? No. No. I'm sorry. If you do that, then you're basically franchising Tommy Reese. Like, isn't that what you do in the NFL? Like, all right, we're just going to franchise you, give you the big money for one year. That's basically what you're doing. So, no, I wouldn't do that. I just think it needs to, whatever this is, needs to hurry up. Marcus Freeman can get his guy in. They can get another QB coach in there, and they can get started. You brought in these transfers. I don't know if you're doing it for leverage to get more money, but I hope. You know, you can never hate on a man trying to get his money in it or whatever, but he can't be getting paid close to Marcus Freeman. I know that. Mm. And Marcus Freeman only getting, what, six? So it better not be five. It better be Two. <laughs> and this this is on the heels of Alabama. Dude, Alabama, first of all, they released their NIL promotion video yesterday. I don't know if you saw that left. I didn't see it. Was it was it was it working? Yes, I think the mantra was yeah, 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 Alabama, yeah, Alabama. It was yeah, almost I two minutes. Got that bag. <laughs> they got that bag. They gave their basketball coach Nate Oaks the bag mm-hmm. yesterday. They, they re-upped him, right? They give throw the bag at Tommy. So they they must have money to spend. They must have money to spend. They must have money to spend down there in Tuscaloosa. Because they were throwing it around and flaunting it yesterday. We can talk about Marcus Freeman in this situation. Marcus Freeman fans, no name fans. Was not caught off guard by this. No. Uh, Marcus Freeman, after that Miami situation, was like, oh, okay. I see. He probably still had his list. I thought absolutely. Was, absolutely. I think he was more blindsided by the fact that Tommy got the key so fast. Like he was like, whoa, 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 whoa what are we doing? What are we doing? I think he had a whole idea in his mind of who he was going to bring in, how he was going to roll it out, who he was going to call. And I think Jack was more like, hey, uh, I got that already handled for you. One of them type of situations. Look, however it played out. So I think now Marcus Freeman like, I can't wait. I can't wait. Because I don't even think – because he can't, he can't technically be like, all right, man, I'm, I'm making a decision. You got to go. He can't say nothing like that, I don't think. But I do think that he has somebody in the wings waiting. What is it, waiting in the wings? 
how that song go? I re- let raise you up. Man. <laughs> Look, man. He, I think he learned. We've already seen that he's a quick learner. I think he learned from the previous situation how it went down. I think his due diligence of understanding and knowing that he has a list of about three guys. And I think he's going to have, look, as much as people love Tommy Reese, the next OC at Notre Dame might be an upgrade. This, And I know a lot of people might be like, oh, clutch my pearls. If Marcus Freeman gets an experienced offensive coordinator, more than likely that person will be an upgrade at the offensive coordinator position. I mean, Marcus Freeman can recruit. So you don't think he can recruit a coach? <laughs> This, this is like, you know, this is not like Georgia losing Todd Munkin and then saying, dude, all right, it's going to be tough to replace Todd Munkin. No, for real. Like, as much as you love Tommy, as much as we think Tommy has gotten better, Notre Dame can actually upgrade at the position. They can. It's possible. You know, some people are acting like, like, oh my God, I don't know what we're gonna do if we lose Tommy. The twenty-four class is just gonna Tommy's collapse. Just the and, on the market, you know, he's just the hottest on the market. Man. It's like, look, things can get better. You can actually get an experienced offensive coordinator with an impressive resume and a quarterback coach at a pivotal time where you had Penny Minchie, C.J. Carr. Coming in. And if anyone is going to be focused, I look. I don't even think CJ Carr is focused on Tommy Reese. I mean CJ focused on recruiting. I think C, I think <laughs> CJ Carr and his dad are focused on who's next. Okay, yeah. who's the hotter? I mean, it's still a lot of time for CJ. He got a whole nother year. Whole nother year. To be recruited consistently still, but how things heat up, you never know. I think he no. to commit early like this, I think it's more than Tommy while he's committing. Yeah. Tommy plays a part. But the next person that comes in, maybe CJ's not his guy. Yeah. That could that could be a very big possibility. You know, it's different than Kenny because Kenny there. We got right. it. We already right. he ain't going nowhere. But for CJ, who knows? Maybe we get a guy that fits. More of the RPO and Tyler Buckner style. Yeah. So a lot can happen. A lot can happen. And you brought up an interesting point. What does the new OC think about the quarterback room? When Marcus Freeman sits down with this OC, is he getting someone that is going to fit the big picture? Or is he getting someone that's going to fit Sam Hartman and his style? I mean, that's a, that's a good point, Left. Like, what? Wait a minute. Where are we going with this? Because I know I only have Sam Hartman for one year. I have Tyler, I think, three years of eligibility left. Kenny Minchie's a freshman. CJ Carr's in the class in 24. That's the future. 
So is my focus about you as an offensive coordinator with them? And that's why I say Sam Hartman. Or more focused on what you can do with Sam Hartman. It's very interesting in the process. Like keep you're not, you're not getting a coach for Sam Hartman, though. No. You're not. Just on a just on a you don't have that many years left. That's why I, I, I really think that Marcus Freeman, with this move happening, tells Sam, like, look, you just got to help Tyler get better. Yeah. <laughs> or I mean, you know, or you compete and do that whole thing. But if I'm Marcus Freeman, I'm like, I'm starting Tyler. Like ain't Tommy ain't here no more. You mm-hmm. know, or if Tommy comes back, yeah, I mean, stick with the Sam plan. But yeah. that's for Tommy. That's not for necessarily Marcus Freeman. I think Marcus Freeman likes Buckner enough and what I he has so. in the tank. Yeah. That he's like, man, we ride what we got. You know. So it should be interesting as we move forward. I have, I think I'll wait because I have a list of six guys. I made some calls last night because I thought NFL bloodline would probably jump on the, jump into the process with some quarterback coaches in the NFL, you know, possibly special teams coaches that worked with quarterbacks in the past, you know, on their resume in college, some guys along those lines. So I'm waiting for a couple of guys to filter down through um, some of my contacts. But Marcus Freeman wants to run the ball. He wants to run the ball. That's it. He wants to run the ball. And he's going to run the ball. That's it. So Cliff Kingsbury and like God wide open offenses and all of that. Nah. No. No. Could they revisit Chip Long with the job he did at Tulane? Mm. You know, Scott Frost, I doubt very seriously if Marcus Freeman brings another head coach, former head coach on his staff at this point in time. Maybe he brings in a young... I, d- I doubt it. I think this decision is is uber, if not more important than getting a quarterback for Marcus Freeman's tenure at Notre Dame. Yeah. Because this is going to be a while. Yeah. Josh Gaddis. I'm sure would be the easiest choice. He would be on a list to consider. He'd be on the short list. Yeah, he would be on the list to consider. He he would. You know, and I'm sure that some other names are going to pop up. But ultimately, the offensive coordinator is going to have to fit the vision that Marcus Freeman has. Right. And Cliff Kingsbury is not it. No. And Cliff Kingsbury not gonna come OC after head coaching the league job. Man, the the crib he built, I wouldn't leave it. I would be on my PS Five all day. <laughs> I'm good. You like that crib? That crib nice. Huh? Heck yeah, man. Take my buyout cool. money. Shoot. Take my buyout money. Chill. Invest. Buy some real real estate estate. out there in Arizona. (laughs) Absolutely. Real estate and play the game. PS5. I'm good. Yeah, I'll shoot. Lil Zub said, if Tommy Reeves leaves to Bama, does that say more about his relationship with ND or Brian Kelly? If he leaves to Bama. I think, look, 
I think it is enticing to beat Brian Kelly head up for him. I think that would be. Okay, yeah. That, as that would be enticing every year. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I think that would be enticing. That's one of the pros. Like, man, I could face Brian Kelly every year and show him that I'm better than him and I'm smart. Absolutely. Nathan Hill. That I should have started over AM the whole year. <laughs> <laughs> if Reese leaves for Alabama, would you go out and get Joe Brady? I mean, Joe Brady on in at, in a, on the NFL team right now. I think he's working on the Bill staff now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. who knows, man? I think that Marcus Freeman has the bees in the trap. Ooh, he got, okay. he, got he got he got the mm-hmm. honeycomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, ain't, ain't, ain't saying nothing. Ain't saying nothing. They ain't saying nothing. <laughs> To my dog. in the trap. BB's in the trap. I mean, he's sitting there like, I got the honeycomb right here. Who want to come? Okay. Okay. Notre Dame, baby. Okay. Okay. Even in the building. Recruiting on point. Okay. We talk, we, we independent. Okay. He like, man, look at this. I got the honeycomb right here. Okay. Okay. Come get it. He, he ain't at like Western Carolina, Mississippi College. He like, I'm at the place to be. Club ND. VIP free. Come on. But you can even get a commenty bottle on me. Club Marcus Freeman, come join. He gonna get him a good one. I just hope that it fits the future and not the right now. Sam's best bet is Tommy coming back. I'm hard. Yes, because I don't believe that Sam and Tyler are the same type of quarterback. That's what that's what I'm saying. What Tyler's best at, Sam's not best at. So if you're an OC and you're picking an OC, if I'm Marcus Freeman, I'm picking one that goes with the guy with more years, naturally. Or the overall quarterback room. Or the overall room, one that sticks to Minchie, Tyler. Now you're going to – it just depends, man. It's just it's a hard spot to be in, and that's another falter of a transfer portal, mm-hmm. you know, because usually in the transfer portal, especially for a guy like Sam, is very specific. It's not like he's like, oh, my God, I love Notre Dame. I grew up loving Notre Dame. It's like, okay, Tommy's got the right amount of things that he does what well, can get me ready. Notre Dame's the right competition I need. whoop de whoop whoop Tommy not being there is a huge factor for Sam probably even choosing Notre Dame on a preparation, getting ready for the league standpoint. Because he could have, he already had left, did everything he could have did at Wake Forest to go to the league, you know. So it's an interesting dynamic to be in. Do I think Tommy's coming back? I think it's going to be hard if he's to believe he is if he's doing it every year. He's been looking for a new spot every single year. So at this point, this is, I mean, where else can you go? You know what it is left? It's not even so much that he's been looking. It's more that he feels there's better. It's not better than Bama. You don't have to go out looking to step out on your relationship. It's worse if you stay in the relationship and feel that there is better. 
That's worse. That's worse. So even if he stays, Tommy Reese feels that there's better for him. While he's at Notre Dame. Don't hold us hostage. Yeah, if, you feel, if you feel that's better, keep it a buck. And we can part ways. But at the end of the day, thank you for the super chat. Just one indie gal. Any reputable source saying indie will match Bama dollars. Tommy already makes $2 million if we take away the dollars issue. And he still leaves. Look. I've heard from people connected to the program that that's what has been put out there. And I believe it was kind of leaked via Eric Hansen on Twitter. So Eric Hansen is pretty reputable, in my opinion. I just hope that the way you were saying it, how it was more strategized us saying he was you have to match it. Say up that. It makes more sense. Yeah. Every dude, you have to. You have to. And this is not even about once again. <laughs> I'm envious of Tommy Reese. <laughs> I would love to be in this position, bro. It's a fabulous yeah. position to be in. It's a bad, yeah. I mean, you fabulous get position to be in. Everything you want. Hey, like just flip a coin, my man. Because you can't lose. And I, if everybody out there feeling like, oh, this is worse, that's worse, man, look. You're winning, my man. Yeah. You are winning at this point in life. You, man, you can believe that. You are winning. So I feel like, look, <laughs> with him going, if he goes, this will be Marcus Freeman. Oh, this is Marcus Freeman right now. Can't lose. It's a win. It's a win-win for everybody. That's Marcus Freeman right now. Like, yep. About that time. About that time. Go ahead. Go ahead and bounce. Do what you do. Do what you do. Do what you do. You know what else he's saying? Left. What else is he saying? Is we done or is we done? For real. He's pulling a bird, man. Like, man, is we done or is we done? Is we done or is we done? Put some respect on my name. Absolutely. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Uh, no, nah, I'm not. Nah, T. Martin. You can keep T. Martin for me. Uh, some... Not so not so flattering. T. Martin, kind of some stuff out there with him and the uh, student body. Now, I don't think T. Martin would be a, a particular fit at Notre Dame. Pep Hamilton has done a really good job. Mm-hmm. He really has. I remember when he was here with the Bears under Lovey Smith. And there was a lot of scrutiny. But since he has left and continued to grind and work, his name has picked up a lot of steam. Mm. 
I love to see something shake up with Marcus Freeman. This is a great opportunity for him to make a splash in the offseason, getting ready for spring football. Yeah. Bringing somebody on board. If, in fact, uh, Tommy decides to not leave Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Yeah. Another super chat. Thank you, Just One Indie Gal. By matching with telling all possible OC candidates, you will be paid. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we said earlier. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you're going to have a bag now. Absolutely. Oh, Dan Mullen would be great. Dan Mullen is not a cultural fit. I can tell you that right now. He's a great artist. I remember Dan Mullen's name came up when Brian Kelly left. Uh, I heard that uh, it was kind of emphatic, the response to Dan Mullen. <laughs> like, it was a, it was the H to the double hockey sticks for real, and that's the point we're making, dude. You know, Tim B says you got to move fast. Look, Marcus Freeman is a, this. Marcus Freeman is ready for this moment. I mean, yeah, I think I think this is this is what you sign up for. I'll leave it at that. Marcus Freeman is ready for this moment. Has been ready for this moment. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So I, I, I hate when people take, let me just stop, man. Like I said, people inside the don't people get mad because we give facts from what's been told to us within the program. Dan Mullen was not considered a good fit, and it was emphatic coming from inside Notre Dame. Don't be mad at us. And throw stupid stuff like Josh Gaddis is a cultural fit. Stop. It's not about us. It's about what people at Notre Dame said. So be upset with them. Yeah. Real. Is Reese a top 10 OC? Woo! You take that one, Lev. Yeah, top 10? He ain't a top five scoring offense or top five. In yards, I think we have enough talent at Notre Dame to get to those levels. Mm. I think so. And even if we didn't, he's had enough control over the recruiting in that in those positions that could impact the offense. That goes with him as well. So to have as much control as he does is hard not to be like. How are you not doing what you're supposed to be um, expected to do on a on a highly successive level of a 
of points and scoring, you know, and yards. Yeah. So I think that he's top 10 by the media sakes. His name's floating around like he's top 10. He has some he when he catches hot and he and he and he catches a groove, he has some good play calls. But those are against teams that were more talented then. Yeah. So I don't know. I think he you could say he's top ten, but I'll say his bottom five, not top five, it's probably bottom five. Yeah. But he's gonna get the credit of being top ten as long <laughs> as he continues to coach. I mean But he does Tommy doesn't need that's the blessing. That, and look, it's a blessing. Tommy doesn't need to be a top 10 OC to get to where he wants to be. No, he doesn't have that's to be. the whole point. <laughs> he doesn't have to be. He doesn't have to be. He's like Bill O'Brien. He's just going to land in great spots. And it's, you know, be there for a couple years and he's going to go somewhere else. Be there for a couple years. Go so it's not like. And let me correct this dude because obviously he can't listen. What I said was, if your ears are working correctly, I said I reached out to several people and I said the names that I've heard. So stop saying that I said it. Listen, it's a skill. It's a skill. It's a skill. I not only said names, I also said I'm waiting for further names from NFL guys that are quarterback coaches, quality control coaches to filter down to me. I never said that Josh Gaddis should be on the list because of me. I'm saying what people are telling me. So once again, don't get mad at me for what other people are saying or what people inside Notre Dame are saying. Take issue with them. So it is laughable. It's absolutely laughable. Once again, don't be mad that the people at Notre Dame didn't like Dan Mullen for several reasons. And people close to the program or inside the know think Josh Gaddis, in spite of what happened in Miami, is going to get a look or a conversation. Don't be mad at us. Be mad at us. The same person when you were stating what you had to say in your dialogue, being very disrespectful because they didn't like the direction you took. Unfortunately, the information that you spoke specifically from the Notre Dame side came from you being a former player and knowing certain things. So you can claim it's dumb all you want to. It is what it is. Still a win-win for the guy. I think it's a win-win for Marcus Freeman. The only person that a win-win for is Sam Hartman. <laughs> and that's if Marcus Freeman is focused on the future. Mm -hmm. and 
and making sure that's going to be good down the road. But Tom is going to be straight no matter where he go. And I can only hope that my kids get the same type of <laughs> treatment in this industry as Tom. We can only be so grateful because that's a lot of love you got to get to yeah. do a lot of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. I think the list is going to continue to grow. I think Marcus Freeman has been ready for this moment. He knew eventually, as it was written yesterday by Evan by Eric Hansen, it's inevitable that Tommy Reese is going to leave Notre Dame. Inevitable. That's okay. See, this, this shows me that you don't listen. You say this is stop digging a hole because you're making yourself look worse. Let me reiterate again. I said I've talked to people. Me. I've talked to people, whether it's connections to the NFL or other people in college football. I asked them for names of people. Josh Gaddis was mentioned. The only time I said anything about inside Notre Dame was Dan Mullen. So once again, you're bad at listening. And you keep making it worse. You just keep making it worse. And I'm being real GC today because normally the comments you made about Malik while he was talking were very disrespectful because we honor everybody's comments on here. But when you step over the line, and clarify anything that anybody says is dumb. That's when you get the boot. So I'm I'm being GC towards you today. Mm. So don't get mad because you fail at listening, and then try to make it an issue. <laughs> so I don't have I don't have I don't say sources. I do. And I ain't trying, I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus. When I talk to somebody, I talk to somebody. Let them know. Shoot. And when I don't, I don't. I don't have to say that to have an educated opinion. So it's not something that I just throw up. It's not something that he just throws up. When he hits me and say, yo, X, Y, and Z, I know it's credible because it's been proven. Yeah, we've had we had moments off off uh, off the podcast where we've had information sharing. And wait a minute, and what do I tell you? You will call me and say, "Sean, I got this," and I said, "Left, we can't do that." Yeah, you'd be like, "Nah, we can't. Even, we can't drop that. We can't do that for the better for <laughs> for the benefit for the benefit of the program. We can't drop we can't that. Do that." Exactly. We can't do that. So that's how we operate. I don't know how anybody else operates. But when we actually do release something, you can take it to the bank. Take it to the bank? Yeah, because we don't pride ourselves on just throwing everything out there. There's so much information that we leave on the floor because we actually care about people and actually care about the program. 
That's right. So that's that's not what we're here to do. Because I know the reason I said what I said is that person would immediately run to a message board and misrepresent what I said mm. and then would jump on another podcast and misrepresent what I said. And then I'll get a phone call. Mm. Did you say this? Mm. I know how to, at this point. You know, the, you know them calls going to yeah, come. Yeah, I'm a vet in the game now. <laughs> I'm a vet in the game now. So I know how it goes. The same because the same clowns, the same clowns do the same thing over and over again. Because they just don't want to listen. They don't want to listen. Yeah. Yeah. So respect. You can have an opinion about anything. And we respect all opinions. Except the ones we don't like. But the disrespect, the disrespect, <laughs> no, nah, that's not gonna be tolerated. And you're not about to misrepresent who I am or anything that I've said. So now if you're mad that you got put on front street and corrected, then so be it. But you're not about to misrepresent my words. And man, Lee Marie, that's an interesting point. I really... I, I'm, I'm going to be honest, Lee Marie, I'm going to be honest. Thank you for tapping in and thank you for your comment. I'll be honest. I'll say this. Notre Dame really doesn't have a lot of leaks like that. No, we don't. I'll say this. The one thing that I think you can say about Notre Dame the program, the players, the coaches, the administration, and the people that cover it is that every now and then somebody might jump the gun mm. on, a, on a story. Not that it's not true, but they'll just jump the gun. Maybe still a yeah, moment. Excitement or something. You yeah, know. yeah. And, you know, that happens. But as far as, you know, for the most part, things that could be kind of explosive stuff like that. No, they as an admit, it's not a lot of chatty patties. Yeah, not time. No, it's not a lot of chatty patties within the program. At least that's the that's the feel I get. That's the feel I get. It's not a lot of chatty patties within the program. It's not. It's not. It's not a lot of chatty patties within the program. So It's just not. It's not. So, I don't know. Oh, Jeff Fluke has a question from yesterday. He said a real question about the gourmet McDonald is, does the ice cream machine work? <laughs> That's pretty funny. They don't, they, they don't have funny. an ice cream machine. They got an ice cream machine, man. They got the yeah. dude scooping it out himself. Yeah. You get a you get a whole it's like Dairy Queen in there. You get a whole Sunday. Yeah. So, but I'm telling you, Wendy's would be a better gourmet restaurant than McDonald's. They got it. <laughs> hey, hold on, man. Look, this is what I'm talking about, and this is where it goes too far. Technical, oh, man. Relax, yo. <laughs> 
y'all going y'all going way too hard right now for no reason, man. <laughs> we love LL Nation, man. This like, is- what are we doing right now? Y'all going way too hard. You're going way too hard. Stop. Stop. The direction you guys are going right now, just stop. That's not us. That's that's we don't do that. We don't do that. Lucky Lucky Podcast, man. Y'all we gotta go. save it for a Discord. Now we gotta get a Discord channel, dude. Y'all save it for the Discord, man. Y'all, y'all <laughs> fight, fighting for post position, and you're not gonna get the ball. I'm telling you, you're going too hard. By the way, you're right. You're right, Jeff Flute, Marcus Freeman. You know the number. You know that at least the first three numbers that nine three seven area code, baby. I'm right here. <laughs> Give me a call. You know what time it is. It's time to get petty. Oh, we did a good job executing. Are you upset with something? And fire up the Petticoat Junction train. I just don't like you. You don't? No. What is today's petty historic Petty Junction? Petty Junction, pettiest stories of the day brought to you by Anora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com, that premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. Hey, we have to get Dylan Brooks up out of here, man. He's like a, a way worse Draymond. Dude, right, a non-productive Draymond. <laughs> Absolutely. He's the worst left. Who do you who you got on the petty trade? Petty train for me, oh man. I was thinking about it earlier. I feel like it's just the pettiness for me is I was thinking about this the other day. So I think it's petty to put your clothes in the washer for longer than an hour. Like if you ever tried to quick wash settings on your washer, it only takes like 20 minutes to really wash your clothes. I think it's just super dramatic how you have to put the settings for a normal like an hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes, I think is a total waste of water. Definitely quick wash your clothes because it's way more efficient and you don't need an hour and a half to spin cycle your water on your clothes. If you clothes that dirty, then you might well have to change your job or something because you're tripping. You really probably need a, just a quick 30 minute wash on your clothes and then you can switch it to the to the dryer. But this whole, I think it's just petty and dramatic. You need that long of a wash day. You really thought about this one, huh? <laughs> well, I was doing laundry the other day. That's real cool, Like, I don't think I need an hour and a half to wash it. Like, probably like 25, 30 minutes. The quick setting, you know, you're good. Mm. Oh, and I, definitely, Lee Marie, you're on the petty train. Because I'm like Tommy Reese. I need to have nepotism. What's up? She told me I need to get a GA route and earn my stripes. Why? Why? Let me jump in just like Tommy. I don't see. That's why I don't, I don't be understanding. Does it not work for me too? Can I not just jump in and get my start as a OC? Well, I gotta go through the through the ranks. What's up with that, Lee Marie? Talk to me now, man. Look, <laughs> Lee Marie. I want the same treatment Tommy got. I want to start day one <laughs> in the offense. 
I don't want no QB code. Like, come on, man. You want me to go through the ranks? Why? That's like when your when your parents say, I used to walk to school seven miles with the bottom of my shoes just messed up. You don't understand how lucky you got it. Like, no, I don't need to go that route. I don't need to go the route that was that was traveled already. Let me forge my new path. I mean, for real. Like, come on, what? We got cars now. Ain't no what's the walking for? Right. Drop me off. Drop every me day. off. You go on your way to work. You might as well go ahead. And pick me up. And <laughs> All the time. Yo, now I'll push back on this left. I'm sorry, man. Certain items, certain items, I'm all with the quick wash, the speed wash. <laughs> I'm all with the speed wash with certain items, right? But then there's okay. certain items, certain items I have to go delicate with, bro. Okay, okay. You, know what I'm you understand what, what I'm saying? But delicate is just a setting, though. You feel me? Yeah, but usually delicate is right around that 50, <laughs> 51, 53 minutes, depending upon the soil that you choose, whether it's light, normal. What you want, to, what you want them to, uh, the water to massage your clothes? <laughs> well, see, I'm not in California, so I can use as much water as I want. They don't ration out water here in Illinois and Chicago. We're good. And, and you got to be, you got to be careful because. You you got some, you know, they be having some different water in different places. They be having harsh water in different places and it can mess up the color in your clothes. Your boy Antoine Porchado said he always uses the quick wash except for the whites. He's smart, smart, smart. <laughs> <laughs> quick wash settings, change your mind, man. You know, save on your water bill or something. Yeah, that is strictly that's college washing. That's how you wash your clothes <laughs> in college, dude. Speed wash. Speed wash. That's how you wash your clothes in college. Yeah, you already it's your, know. It's your bed stuff, like big beds. Okay, you know. But you know, your little workout gear, your 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 nice shirts, your work yeah. shirts. Yeah. Well, you need to get your work shirts dry clean. Now we need to. But you know who I have to? I, you know who I have to put on the petty train? <laughs> My wife and I recently purchased a Peloton bike. Oh man, that thing collecting dust. No. We we use it. No, mine is. Oh, yours is. Okay. <laughs> you you'll get to that stage. You start hanging clothes up on it soon. Oh, you start. <laughs> My white shirts will be on the. Yeah, you got white stuff. You got wipe the screen down. They'll be on the handlebar. Other shirts will be on a little middle press bar, and then I wrap something, lay something across the seat. Yeah, yeah, it'd be something across the seat. Yeah, you gonna have it. It's gonna be junked up. So, I actually got it. Man, the setup, man, you're you're right. You're impressed when you first get it because there's so many things you can do. Man, all the right? TV settings you can do. All of that. You can hook you it connect, up. You can connect your, I, your iTunes, all of that. It's great. Bro, who do they make these cycling shoes for? Yeah, the shoes. I was going to say the seat, but the shoes was next for me. Well, the seat, we ordered a wider seat. Okay, so, so I gotta get the because the regular seat it ain't no. cutting it. You gotta get the wider seat, the wider seat with the wider seat cushion from yes. Amazon. It's like yes. twenty bucks. It's That's like twenty smart. bucks. It's, it's easy. It's easy. But the shoes are like they, they like death lock grip. They grip you yeah. in there, and it ain't got no wiggle, so your knees hurt if you push off on the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The so, are, and to snap it in and to snap it off, that's so, way you too know, hard. I have a wide foot left. My <laughs> foot is really wide. These shoes are so narrow, man. Right? So I ordered a half size bigger than what I wear. I'm an 11 and a half. I ordered a 12. Okay. I could do. My, my feet are so wide, I can't even snap in at the top. Sean, that's terrible. So, but this is what's so petty, though, man. Just look. I feel like if you're going to spend this much money on this machine, I should have the option of pedals. Yes. Whether or not I ride normally with my regular shoes or I want to lock in with the cycling shoes. Yeah, give me a choice. I should, give me a choice. I should you're be able to take those. these dollars out of me. With yeah. these fake fancy shoes that don't need to be fake and fancy. I try to get away with it, put my regular, you can put your cleats on, you know, because it can grip different. You know what I'm saying? You got right, right. Jerry rig it. Yeah. So Antoine Gay said the seat makes your junk. Straight up. That's what and that's why I collect it does. Yeah. That's why I collect yeah. it does. I was like, this seat is not made for dudes. No. This must be a women device or something. Man. Because how you can get a real workout. No, no. So you either gotta stand and really pump it, but you can't enjoy the music and all the the features on the technology. Yeah, Jeff, it's there are multiple um multiple studios in Chicago, multiple studios in Chicago. That's a Midwest thing, man. I got studios with outdoor activities, riding your bike. <laughs> all I know is that my first ride, I did the beginner twenty minute joint. Man, I got to about six minutes. And you're like, no, I'm done with this. like, yo. I'm done with this. This seat is not it. Did you mess with the knob part? Because you don't, they don't really tell you how it gets. You just feel it. You're like, oh, no, no, no. Turn it back, turn it back. (laughs) Bro, you talking about being humble? Man, ride on that regular seat they give you on a Peloton bike for about three minutes. And you're gonna be mad. You're gonna be like, this ain't it, man. This ain't this ain't how it's supposed to be, bro. It's like it's like you can put any type of cushion you try to add man. to it, just doesn't do it the justice. Yeah. Like you need a whole new seat. <laughs> you feel man, you feel violated. You literally yeah. feel violated. Because I'm like, why is it so like tough? Like it ain't no cushion to it, or it, it don't feel good. Like, no, and it, it is definitely female friendly. It's a female device. In that aspect. I'm convinced. convinced. Absolutely. Once again, we wait, just like everyone else, to receive the official word on what Tommy Reese is going to do. Um, Have some big news, hopefully. Leonard Moore, defensive back, four-star, makes his decision today. And like I said, hopefully Tommy Reese makes a decision quick. Or or can Marcus Freeman make a decision for him? I mean, he is the head coach now. I'm like, good grief! Let's let's, start, let's get my man some. So you some want Marcus Freeman to pull up in the office and have the same conversation he had with Drew Pine and the quarterbacks? Like, hey, guess what? Because guess what? Coach Kelly do it all the time. You just don't hear about it. But he go in there and be like, he comes step into my office like the Godfather. He walk in there, it's quiet, dim light for no reason. We sit down. He moves his. His great goose bottle back under the table. Yeah. And he sits there and look at you and be like, this is what it is. 
And he just be like, all right, and he just walk out. Ain't no arguing. No, no, ain't no Man. going back and forth. It's like going to the principal office. It's like, all right. Thanks. Shout out to Devin Jackson, Philly Inquirer, College Football Senior Bowl uh, analyst, giving Shout us the feedback on the Senior Bowl. Hard, man. Working, man, hard. working hard. We appreciate him, and uh, we appreciate you. Great week of practice. I mean, great week of shows and left. I don't know what your schedule is like, but as soon as the news breaks, as soon as the news breaks, we're going to try and get to you. So if the news breaks this weekend, we'll more than likely do a show. Cool. We will more than likely do a show. All right. So for left, I'm Sean Davis. Have a great Friday and weekend. But most of all, you have to make sure that you spin it different. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com